So Brie, yes. you, you have some news for us. Yes. Oh, tell us. I'm leaving. Bye. Oh, was it something I said? It was everything that you said. <laughs> too many good questions? Way too many good questions. I didn't feel like I could really wedge my way in. And, you know, it really is the Chris show. So I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Clearly, all of that is a joke. I am leaving the Kansas Leadership Center as a full-time employee. What are you going to be doing? So I'm going to be working for Comcare 911 combined. I was getting my master's degree and I did end up finishing that. It's so difficult to find a job that you're really passionate about. What passion do you think you'll be tapping into in that job? The mental health aspect of it. And I'm so happy for you to be able to tap in to that passion. I'm sad you're leaving KLC as a full-time employee, but I'm really excited for you that this feels like a way for you to be in the world and contribute to the kind of world you want to create in a really direct way. Yeah. One thing that the Kansas Leadership Center did allow me to do is even if I wasn't working with them hands-on, I knew of at least other resources that were within the community. So that was really cool. So now I can do more than what I did here for the communities. So people have heard your voice all season. They've heard your laugh and I wanted them to hear what you're doing. But I also wanted them to understand how much you've done and how integral you've been to this podcast. So tell us everything behind the scenes that people don't hear. Like you have to put up with me as a co-host. And <laughs> That's not the bad part. So yeah. the bad part is listening to the things over and over again. So you're listening to all the raw audio and you're editing it and you're taking out my ums. Yeah. Sometimes we'll ask questions and then I will throw in a random question out of nowhere and you'll be so great about getting back on track. And so sometimes I'll grab my random question and put it in a different area. So it flows easier and I don't sound so spazzy. <laughs> <laughs> Doing all of that, cutting out the ums, cutting out the very long pauses, cutting out any time we repeat things over and over again. I think that we like to hear ourselves talk sometimes, hence why we have a podcast. And so we'll be very long winded about our answers, cutting it down to make it make sense, but still have it so it flows. And even just making a sound professional, one of the things you don't think about before you do recording is people talk at different registers and you yeah. have to level them out and make them all sound the same. And you are taking these raw conversations and you're polishing them and you're making them listenable. You made it sound good. Well, actually, so before I was editing for the Kansas Leadership Center, I was editing my own podcast. So cutting things out and making it flow was always a thing that I did, but I never needed to really level voices because I was just doing my own voice. Like I said, I love to talk. So my podcast episodes would be 15 to 40 minutes of me just talking to myself. I never needed to level out different voices. And the first few episodes of this podcast, we had two, three, four different audios that we would need to put together. So even doing that part was really difficult. But once we got the mixing board, it became so much more easier, at least to work on the different audios, because then I didn't need to create it as one audio first and mute certain places and cut things out beforehand and create one audio that was already done for me. 
with Julian, which was awesome. But yeah, leveling was one thing that I had to learn a little bit more once I started doing this. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you're also kind of learning yeah. along the way as we were doing this. So we have the co-hosting, mm-hmm. we have the editing and the cutting and chopping and rearranging and the leveling and even the music when you hear do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, I created that. Do, 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 yeah. Do. <laughs> yeah, I made that. There's two different songs that I made for the audio versions. There's the one that I created for the bonus episodes and then there is the one that I created for this. Before that, there was one that I had made for the journal live. So it's been so awesome to be able to add that musical background of mine into this because I never thought that I'd be able to do that with a full-time job. One of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is while you're still here full-time, I wanted our listeners to understand how much of your full creative self you brought to this. This podcast wouldn't have happened. Everyone in this room was essential, but you were essential in such this literal way and that it never would have gotten put together, but for you taking the time to make it happen and bringing your talents to it. And so I just want to thank you for making this possible and thank you for being part of this team. And I'm curious, what are you proudest of? For KLC staff and for the people that are close to me, they know how hard it was for me to find a team at KLC that I like I was really contributing something that like you said I was essential for I was needed and somebody else couldn't have just stepped in and done the job and it'd be just as good and I really appreciated that well I'm really worried that this sounds like a goodbye episode <laughs> and, I, and I don't want it to be a goodbye episode a part of the point of doing this is to sort of talk about the moment that we're in and the ambiguity that we're in. You may have other things to do or move on. And so... (laughs) No, no. I want it on the record. (laughs) If we do not have a second season, it is not anybody in this room's fault. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Okay. All right. So this is one moment of ambiguity for us, but I think there are a lot of moments of ambiguity for the podcast right now. We said we'd do six episodes and I think we have... 17 or 18 that will eventually be like posted into the feed. We have bonus episodes that are really episodes. That <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> yeah, we just went above and beyond. And there's a lot of ambiguity because we don't know what we're going to do next. We haven't committed to doing a season two. We don't know what the topic will be about if we right. do a season two. And we like, want it to be good. We want it to have a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we really seized our leadership moment to go alongside the book and talk about it in a different way and mm-hmm. give a different spin and bring people in. And now that leadership moment has shifted. Mm-hmm. And so as I started thinking about this and thinking about all this ambiguity, I realized that what we have now is a season one cliffhanger. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, we were talking about it on our staff call today. Who shot JR? Who shot Mr. Burns? I started thinking about all of the TV shows that have cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know that you really did show your age right there I with know, those two shows. Go on, go on. I know, go I on. know. But like, <laughs> it's hard to find like common references. You got a contemporary one for our... <laughs> I do not. I do not. Oh, ooh, ooh, Stranger Things has a really good cliffhanger. Stranger Stranger Things has good cliffhangers, yeah. There you go. (laughs) I was thinking about The Good Place and the very first season. Oh, yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, when they find out that maybe they're not where they think they Mm -hmm, are. mm -hmm. Yeah. What you don't know is cliffhangers are actually part of the story about how I got 
connected to KLC. Really? When I was in college, I thought for a time about being a screenwriter and I even wrote a screenplay as like an independent study as part of my college class. And I went into journalism instead. But when I started working for KLC, I started doing these case studies about civic leadership. And when we did these case studies, you know, tell stories around the state, I was trained in this Harvard case study method. Mm -hmm. And so when you write these cases, you don't tell people the ending. You don't tell people how it actually resolved. You cut it off at a really dramatic moment. And then people talk about what they think the person should do or where Mm -hmm. things should go next or how they should diagnose the situation. And so cliffhangers were a direct result of how I got connected to KLC. And I think they're really interesting because when you don't know how things are going to end, there are just so many more outcomes to think about, so many possibilities, so much potential, so many different directions that things can go. When we know the ending of the story, we sort of think, oh, that's how it was always Mm going to end up. And when we cut things off, we can start thinking about, oh, wait, that's not true. Mm -hmm. If you want to keep curious about what's coming up next, the cliffhanger is a great way to end. And I think there are leadership opportunities for us as a team to figure out, well, what does it look like going forward? What do we put our focus on? What really contributes to our mission as an organization and what we think this podcast is good for. I think there are leadership opportunities for the rest of our staff and getting them more engaged. How do we feel even more connected than we are now? We have a lot of people on staff who listen, but I imagine there are a lot who don't. How would we more fully connect with the people that we don't connect with? And we have our C-suite, our executives who are in charge of organization. How do we connect our work with what they're doing? And then I think we've had really amazing listenership on this program. If you look at the numbers and the number of listens we get in the first week of our podcast, we're in the top 25% of all podcasts being made, which is just amazing. Like we're in the top quartile. It's so interesting to think about what we thought that our goal was for listeners versus where we are now. Yeah. But I also think it's maybe a little one-sided. The conversation is us talking Mm -hmm. and we hear some things from time to time. I heard a lot about our episode about David Chrislip and Mm -hmm. that really resonating with people. But I think there's a leadership moment for our audience too. We need to hear from you more. We need to hear what you want. Do you want this to keep going? And if so, for what purpose? What are we going to put our time and energy into that's really rewarding and meaningful to you? And that's sort of our leadership opportunities to help us figure out what's next. Absolutely. And figuring out what's next together. Mm-hmm. I think we should leave them with this okay. and figure out a way for them to be on the hook. Thanks for listening this season. And, yeah. and thank you, Brie, for everything you did and looking forward to seeing how this resolves. What's next? Yeah. How the story turns out. Well, thank you for dragging me into this. It's Marin from the podcast team. I'm chiming in to tell you that we really want to hear from you. We need our audience's help to determine what's next for this show. And there are two ways that you can tell us your thoughts. The first is by leaving a voicemail. And you can do that by dialing 316-469-5976. The second option is to email a voice memo to us at podcast at kansasleadershipcenter.org. Maybe try to keep the voice memos and voicemails under a minute or so so our systems don't overload. But we thought that this was a fun way to be able to actually hear your voices this time. We can't wait to see what ideas you have for the show and what you think we should do next. This has been the When Everyone Leads podcast, co-hosted by me, Chris Green. And me, Brianna Griffin, with production support from... Marin Berblinger. Leanne Montes. 
Neha Parwala. Learn more and order a copy of When Everyone Leads at kansasleadershipcenter.org. Connect with the Kansas Leadership Center on Facebook and Instagram at Kansas Leadership Center or on Twitter at the KLC. Remember, leadership starts with you. Onward. I am not that old. <laughs> I'm old, but I am not that old. <laughs> Like, You're gonna make me tear up. I know. I'm, I told Marin that we wouldn't have tissues, that it wasn't going to be that kind of conversation, but they are here. Okay. But so I am literally the most emotional person <laughs> here having, at the Kansas Leadership we'll, Center. I cry at least once a month, and it's okay. 